Welcome to Till Death Do Us Recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim. And today we are here to recap for you episode two of season 15, San Diego. Whole life for a whole life? And yeah, I mean, as we all know, we're in the beginning stages still that we all agree usually like drags a little, usually can feel a little bit redundant. I love seeing the weddings. And I always now, of course, feel like simultaneously duped as I'm feeling anything emotional or positive because I just know that right around the river bend is the realization that this day was a sham. Um, <laughs> but so we got one, we got a few weddings. We got like one, the second half of it, one, the first half, and then two fulls. And so we still have two next week. Yes. Yeah. Like we need completion. to finish Mitch and Kristen. Yeah. We don't know what the status of Ben's Rona is. Oh my God. Right. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think today will be kind of short because I didn't feel like there was like so much substance. Would you agree? Yeah. I was waiting for this episode to start. Right. I kind of felt know. that way too. Which is weird because we always, and we'll see how it goes. Usually when we say that, we still always gab our asses off. Yeah, I'm surprised you gave that disclaimer to start. But I feel really sure. Uh, Hopefully I don't eat my words. But okay, let's start with Stasha and Nate. And I actually broke this up in a different way just for them because they were the one that we got the most from. Okay, let me hear it. I broke it up into things I liked, things I'm concerned about. And things I hated. Ooh, I love this format. I mean, let's just see. Maybe it will end up like fully going off the rails a bit. No, let's give it a go. I like it. Okay. So let's start on a positive. Things that I love and like. First off, Stasha having two degrees and no student loans is incredible. Very impressive. Again, because of our last week's scam concerns, I do feel fear around this. Like, is there potential here for all of her amazing accomplishments to get just crumbled? Well, when Dr. Pepper was at the beginning talking about this couple and why they matched them, mm-hmm. you know, she was going on and listing all of Stasia's accomplishments. Stasha. Is it Stasha? We have to say Stasha because that is how she said her name at the altar. Okay. Someone else said Stasia. Well, everyone has been saying it and it looks like Stasia. So it's Stasia. So it's Stasia. Stasia. Yeah. Okay. Stasia. So Dr. Pepper's listing all of Stasia's um, accomplishments. And then she goes, and we matched him because uh, Nate and is an entrepreneur. And I was thinking, what do we call him an entrepreneur? Right. I don't know. No. I don't know. He wants to be like Stasha, but he's not. Right? I mean, he sells software and he day trades. And I am so ignorant. So anyone correct me immediately. I should talk to I should have talked to my finance brother before I dare say these words. But isn't there something kind of weird about day trading? You're asking the wrong person. Like a little bit Slimerton? Like it's different. It's not okay. And and my ignorance is just taking over. Like, Are you thinking sh- of like the Wolf of Wall Street? I'm thinking of like weird penny stocks and like people that like spend all day. Yeah, I I just 
Yeah, it I probably. Think that's how that movie started. I'm thinking of a mishmash yeah. of multiple movies. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking of Buffaloed. I'm thinking okay. of like I don't know. Uh, someone give me the scoop slash. We'll talk to Jacob about it. This, this is completely the wrong context <laughs> to have any talk of bulls or bears. Absolutely, or we don't know what the hell we're talking about. But like the that. point is, it's it still continues to appear that Nate you know, strives to be like Astasha, but is not Astasha. Like his words hope to be a one day Astasha. So like he is really, really hitting the jackpot here is the point. Okay. Let's keep but, going with the positive. Yeah. Whoa, we already got whoa. into Nate. My We're bad, into my concerns. Bad. Okay. Something else I liked that Nate had an old friend named Vinny who came to the wedding to be in his wedding party, who clearly has seen him through the highs and the lows and expressed how proud he is um, that he chose this path after he hit rock bottom. And I was just like, thank God he has an old friend that stuck around. That's always a good sign to me. We remember last week I was concerned because it seemed like he'd only had his friends for five days. Mm-hmm. Something else that I liked, I liked, I mean, I love Stasha's mom. I love yes. Stasha's mom. And I thought that she said some serious words of wisdom. So some of her words of wisdom are intertwined with some things that I will talk about in terms of concerns. Okay. But I really liked what she said, like, give him a real chance. You have to get to know him. You have to remember that first impressions aren't always the best impressions and they're usually superficial, which I thought that is the truth. That is so true. Like first impressions matter because of their impact and because people write people off after them. But that doesn't mean that that's actually fair, you know? Yeah. And that's not actually like the realness of a whole person. Mm -hmm. So I loved that she said that. And then her friend, I mean, this could also be filed under concern, but I loved that her friend was like, yeah, where are you going to compromise? Because I feel like you always say no, and then you call it a boundary. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I was like, friend, you are just going straight for great. it. But like, I like that we have some people in her life that are not afraid to speak truth, even though she's a very strong personality. Something I thought was really cute. They both gave Polaroid cameras or printers or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, both had the same gift for each other. Yeah, it and like it a, was all yeah. related to like our future adventures. Very cute. The, the Her mom giving her her pep talk and like calling her fierce and phenomenal. And like, I mean, I was getting teared up. It was just very beautiful. And I mean, we love that the weddings are so much nicer now. Like, yeah. thank God. Yeah, they, they, they were. They've really upped the ante finally. They ha- Kinetic has better budgets. A hundred percent. Now their love is blind success. They can, they can, I mean, it's different networks, but anyway, the weddings are better. They used to just be so cheesy and heinous and all in a ballroom and all like, yeah, no. It, yeah, definitely. Just, just like, definitely better no. weddings. Uh, okay. I thought that their kiss was good. Like it was better than everybody's I've seen so far. Like just natural. Organ. I think I was still, I think I missed the kiss because I still was writing so much about the vows and the bios that we got, but I digress. Oh my goodness. Okay. (laughs) And then I guess the last thing I'll say is like in the things that I liked, like their slow dance was sweet. He seemed very taken by her. Mm -hmm. I like how 
I like how into her he is right now. Of course, it's very soon. But he says, Stasha embodies everything I've ever wanted in a wife. So I have to be sharp and prove I'm worth like what she needs. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I like that mentality. That's a great mentality to have. Um, There's not like an entitlement to her. If anything, he's like, oh, shit. They like really gave me everything. And now I have to prove that I'm up to par. Yeah. So I like that. I'd rather him have that energy than for sure. Arrogantness, you know? Okay. (laughs) So concerns and things I hated, I guess there's overlap. Is there anything, how are you feeling about this, this format right now? I like the format. Okay. I'm not saying much because I don't have many likes. I know, I'm like, I I feel like I'm taking over now. Okay. I have, I have more Oh, you have no likes. Okay, great. You have no likes. (laughs) I mean, Uh, I agree with everything you said, but I wasn't, I wasn't taken. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, so... Stasha's letter from her family makes it clear that like she, I mean, it, it lays, it's kind of like, like mom gave her like a well-written resume of sorts yes, and was like, she has properties and she is building generational wealth. And he does a pound it with her. And that just went with what I was saying earlier of like, like, of course you're pounding it. Like, you're like, that's right, mama. Like you're going to be like, You've got our generational wealth figured out. You know, I'm yep. just like, ugh, concerning. She, I, I mean, here's the thing. As much as my, the, my truth is that I still am like looking at Nate cockeyed after our getting to know him in the first, the matchmaking special and last week's episode. I am worried, but I do think we learned more about Stasha in this episode that, I mean, she is a difficult person. Okay? okay, like I, I think she's incredible. I think that like her accolades and like her accomplishments precede her clearly say so much about her. Not questioning any of that, but she seems like someone who could be hard to be partnered with. She seems difficult. She seems extremely anal. I mean, the cleaning shit that she said, like. Oh, I mean, anybody is fucked with someone like that unless you are exactly the same, which is like a a point of pride that your house doesn't look lived in. Mm -hmm. Eek. Like I would be freaking out and I don't consider myself a complete sloth. Yes. You know, that's too much. That's too much. And then, I mean, the joke in her thing, (laughs) she'll always have her eyes open, eyes on you and like even sleeps with her eyes open sometimes. And you might catch her with like one eye wide awake looking at you. And he was like, not, he just kept being like, wait, is that serious? Are you serious? Is that real? (laughs) And then he ends up being like, he makes a joke about like, oh, that's a wrap. Okay. Which was kind of funny. But yeah, I mean. That's definitely a takeaway for me. I mean, and something else that came up in the, you know, pre pre the ceremony when she was with her mom and her friend. I mean, her mom's just really harping on like, you better give him a chance. You better not write him off the second you hear one thing you don't like. And then the thing that the friend said that like, you just say no in the name of boundaries. And we've talked about that so much here about how, much we get irritated when people like 
um, overuse like therapeutic, important words like that with important meanings as cop-outs or excuses to like not take responsibility or give people a real chance or really try. Definitely something that we'll be monitoring in this relationship her level of compromise and if the boundary talk comes up. Like I foresee that she, I mean, there's a reason she's been single for years Yeah, and she seems like someone who the second she sees one thing about you, she doesn't like she's, she's seems very attached to her checklist, which we are much. I feel like we usually see that more from the male side, the checklist obsession. And she has her own. And there's nothing like wrong with the things that she hopes to get, but you can see her being overly obsessive and treating it like a list rather than a whole person, you know? I mean, I just felt like overall what I was concerned about was that like they, I just felt like they were really, I know it's awkward and scary, but most of the, I just thought they were awkward. Like they wouldn't touch each other's hands. They wouldn't look each other in the eye for most of it. Like when both letters were being written, even with the vows. The the the, the bios to the vow transition mm-hmm. I- until the kiss mm-hmm. was very weird. It was. Okay. Can I talk about Nate's bio now? Letter. Or is this in your hate? I mean, it isn't my hate, okay. but we can I, I, skip I, I ahead. I need to get it. I need to get into. We this. can skip ahead. I, I, the letter from his family. I am in all caps, screaming okay. for many lines about this. There are multiple things wrong with this. Okay, this Ugh. is not supposed to be a resume, right? Nor is it supposed to be a Comedy Central roast, right? This is not what that is. I know. And the fact that first of all, we have. Very basic things. Nate loves hiking and sunsets. Oh. Okay. Hiking is something that you say when you don't really have an interest and you're like doing an icebreaker at work or something. Oh, what do you like? Oh, I like hiking. I like, you know, come on. It's basic. Give me something more than that. Secondly. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying you like hiking. We didn't. There's no B-roll of him on a trail anywhere. Right. I mean, no, come on. Sunsets. It's, not a regi- it's not a legitimate like <laughs> thing that he like is a big hiker every right. weekend. Obviously, if you do that, that's fine, but I wasn't buying it. It just seemed fake to me. Sunsets. And then he stops the letter from being written and goes, Oh, that's actually really one of my things. Sunsets. Yeah, like the rest of, <laughs> like the rest of it isn't. Oh, they they got that part right, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And also, like, okay, you're so Original. Like, if you are a human being on this planet that is against sunsets or not into sunsets, like that, that, that. That's, that's my whole point. That's it's basic. My, it's so basic. I can't. Okay. I then really we can't. move into like after hours talk. Oh He's my. a freak in the sheets. A, there's no, this should not be a first impression that one, Never. two, your parents shouldn't know this. How and why do any friends or family have knowledge that you are said freak in the sheets? Inappropriate, not okay. I mean, friends is different, but your family is writing a letter to your wife to explain who you are for the first time. First impression, all wrong. And also disgusting. Why do your parents or family know that you're a freak in the sheets? No, not, and even your friends would only know because you would brag about it. They wouldn't actually know. Sure. Okay. No, it's horrific. Then we And move- what is her mom supposed to think oh, of that? 
Give me a break. And what is she supposed? She hated that. Oh, he hated it too. He he was like, they were both, he was not happy. That she they was very that. upset. She was like, okay, what am I supposed to do with that? Then we move to, from a, a freak in the sheets to <laughs> Nate being a deep thinker. And he can be a Devo, which I'm assuming is the male version of a Diva. Oh, I just thought they misspelled it. No, I think it's. Oh, God. Okay. okay. Then they go, and it's, and his outfits need to be fire. Okay. This leads to me, we're going to go on a small, quick little tangent here. Okay. We are ruining wedding fashion, ladies and gentlemen. Wedding <laughs> fashion is being ruined. I don't know what, the, the women are doing fine. They're, They're doing, doing just fine. I don't know what the men are doing here. They are, this is not NBA draft where we wear like an outrageous fun thing that's like super loud and it gets the people talking and it's buzz and it like you can yeah. take risks with it. No, this is a freaking wedding. Can we put a little bit of like- Restraint. Restraint, yes, it's restraint. Class. You can still express yourself. I, Nate dressed like he was Dr. Evil. I don't know what was going on with those lapels. I hated that. The kerchief with the, with Ooh, the, it looked like a napkin what? holder yeah, on a Thanksgiving Day deal? table. That, I, don't I know. saw that more than once. I, I don't know. Yeah, and yeah. I just, it does look like a napkin. It's like a napkin ring. It's a napkin ring kerchief. Literally, just, it's so weird. Here's the thing. I'm all about expression, style, owning but when we have miguel wearing a, a fuchsia colored thing <laughs> iridescent iridescent we've gone off the rails yeah we have i mean it's like you can add a fun pocket square express yourself with your socks you can even <laughs> go like i thought ben's choice for a suit was like nice it's a little more like the james bond dinner look mm -hmm. dinner suit look mm -hmm. but can we not just pump out all the bells and whistles because these things are cyclical and that's not going to look good when you look back on pictures. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I was having a big, big problem. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you I for know, coming you to my are. fashion TED talk. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the bios, not, not liking, not liking either of them. I don't like the resume and yeah. I don't like yeah. the let's be all over the top two jokey. Now. I know. And then on top of that, concerns i mean vows wise oh. her vows were shite they were like so generic I, I was like huh i here's the thing let's give a little disclaimer here this is difficult to do you're writing vows for someone that you haven't met yet yeah um so you, it's not like you have these personalized things that you can add in right but what I don't want to hear is something that was Googled 20 minutes before going up there. And as soon as she started talking, I said, nope. And I Googled the first three words, four words of her vows, and it immediately popped up on the no. Google. The first, the first phrase, marriage bridges two shores, binding us together as one unbroken path <laughs> on which I vow to never deviate never to falter, and to always be by your side. Boom. Popped up right there. Under 55 <laughs> romantic wedding vows that'll inspire your love. Oh. And then there was another one about vowing to be your dance partner. I got into some research on that. I had seen that in places. I don't... I understand that 
like, this is difficult. I really don't need you. Like, we can still kind of speak from the heart here. Right. Like, speak from your own voice. Speak from your own voice. But the truth is, why do you think those websites exist? Because I think a lot of people do that. But it's one thing to even, like, put a quote and make it clear that it's a quote, right? She but made she it, didn't do that. No, she started she off with this. She like, acted these are the first words that I was inspired to write about what I believe of marriage. Yes. Yeah. And like no, I said, great. it is difficult to do, but I, I don't know. I just... It's also, this is the only opportunity for you to like share a piece of who you are at the top that isn't from your parents' voice or whatever. And like, yeah, I was just so unimpressed by what she did. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I I, I vow to um, get to know you every day more and more. Like, it's just, it's easy to come up with things that aren't just pulled from a Hallmark card. Yeah. His were a little more thoughtful and creative. But she seemed completely unimpressed to me. Yes, she And she was like squinty face, kind of like barely looking him in the eye and then was like, thanks or thank you. Yeah, no, weird. It was so awkward. Uh, And then as far as, I'm still in my concerns. So they go, they, they have their kiss. That's honestly, after all that awkwardness was really surprisingly like, oh, that was a good kiss. They go, they have their champagne. They're talking for the first time. He just outright asks her. So first it's, what did you think of me? And then it's just, I mean, at least I respect that he gets to the point of what he actually fucking means. Are you attracted to me? Mm, Always bad sign. Dude. Always, always not. Dude. Which he is very lucky that she is. And so she was pretty immediate. And like, then he used the opportunity to compliment her. But like, ugh. I don't like that. That's the first thing you have to ask. Don't like it. And then I am concerned about the fact that they both work from home. Yes. I think this is, I mean, I guess this is going to be more and more common, I'm sure. But like, you know, post-COVID world. But these two personalities in particular, working from home all day together. If I was him. I imagine him with like a headset being super annoying, talking to people and like. In that, I, I mean, I'm just dying to see how this plays out in the lofts. Yeah. You know? I I could use I could use a little less talk about power, career, money. I know that they're just like, obviously yeah. these are things that they are like have in common right now. Yeah. And I I'm hoping it'll change, but I, I can't like a little this like power couple yeah wealth right like can we get into some things about what make us tick like who we are as yeah. what are what our personalities are like what our families are like you know i don't know it's but just very heavy with i agree rating. but the weird part is like there are people who think that that's their whole personality and yes, there right. are people that are very like committed to that as like the crux of their identity and i think that that's not it's not very deep. Really? Like, yeah. I I, bottom line, I agree. staging of the wedding, but between like Dr. Pepper at the top, giving us the reasons why they match them to the bios, to the vows, to everything. It's been like all centered, all centered right. around like this, these themes. And I'm totally kind of want more. Yeah. Well, we'll get some. And I'm worried that once we pull back the, the wealth, money, success, obsessed curtain, 
nobody's going to like what's in, underneath there on either side. I thought it <laughs> things that made me die too. Her face when in the letter, it was like, he would rather talk aliens and the Mandela effect than other stuff. And she looked horrified. And I don't know. I just don't know. She was not, she didn't like his family thought like, oh, this will show that he's quirky and has a depth and like, doesn't only talk about day trading. And she was like, eh? And he was, he looked like frantic and like, I'm sorry. I'm weird. (laughs) I'm weird. (laughs) And she would only like to talk about 401k. Literally. Is that it? (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Oh, last thing I hate. When they're taking photos, you've got a small waist. I like that. Oh, gosh. Immediate ew. I'm just like, God. Yeah. You and all of Twitter felt the same way with that. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. Good. So, I mean, there's so much. Yeah, you know, there's not much else to say, but those are my comp. That's my breakdown. How do you feel? I feel good about it. I like it. Much more concerns Mm -hmm. and or hates than likes. Yeah. But but a surprising amount of likes considering how much last week, how much shit we talked. Okay, let's move on to Lindy and Miguel. So I didn't break it down this way. I'm just, we're going yeah, back to normal. There's not a lot of like, I mean, other like, you know, we get more of the same with the the clothing trying on. We hear more of the friends basically talking about their respective friends. Like her friends continue to be concerned that she's going to overthink everything. But then she finds her dress and she's into it. Like they were like, we're just worried she's doing that thing where she like breaks everything down. And then she tried on the one and she was like, this is it. I'm like, guys. And then Miguel's f- um, friends are reiterating that she, he's let girls walk all over him in the mm. past. His friends literally say, what if she's not into gaming? And he's legitimately concerned about it, which I'm like, did you put that on a non-negotiable, Miguel? Because that's not like if you throw a dart like in a a thing full of women in the age group that you would be partnered with. Or better yet, roll a 20 sided die. I would venture to say it would only fall on someone who was a gamer, maybe what, 1% of the time? I don't know. So I'm just like, okay. And then he does, he self-professes that in the past he's been clingy and kind of connects it, like makes it seem like, I don't know if she's like, he said, basically says, I'll be bummed if she doesn't even want to take some interest and try it with me. Cause his dream is to have a gaming wife princess, which we're learning more every day. I think we've established by this week that D and D is basically Lord of the Rings improv with your friends and then dice. If you know more friends, followers, please contribute. Tell us. Tell us more. Uh, I guess we could Google, but that sounds complex. I don't really want to go down that path. (laughs) Me either. I don't want my algorithm, (laughs) including that. Uh, So he, though, he says something that sort of implies, like, I feel like he used to be clingy. Like, basically, when a girl didn't want to play D&D with him, it would, like, make him butthurt because he just wanted to spend all of his time with them. Mm. And maybe this time around, I'm like, dude, 
you, it needs to be understood that like, if you get a wife that is supportive of you leaving and participating in this on your own time, you are a lucky man, period, point blank. Like, I don't know. I mean, okay. What do you want to bet that Lindy actually, by the end of this season, is playing D&D with him in some sort of costume? Um, I think chances are kind of high, actually. Do you think she'll do it more than once? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But I, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. Oh, she here's what she, she'll do it as like one of those things. A that, gesture. A gesture. Lindy seems overwhelmed in general that she has met a seemingly nice guy. Yeah. Like it's the first time she's ever crossed paths with someone who's not a toxic piece of shit. Right. Because yeah. that's how she acts. I mean, yeah. like the, in her comments, you can, you, you, that comes across. Yeah. She's so cute. I really like her. I mean, they're both really cute, really earnest, really nerdy, but also really good looking. So, like, I think there's quite a lot of potential here. Um, I got a little concerned with before, like, when we're waiting for her to come down the aisle, like, on on wedding day in his iridescent suit. Quote, I want to be swept off my feet as soon as I see her, be blown away by her essence, her aura, her presence. And I was like, okay, no pressure, Miguel. Yeah. Jeez. He's a, he was rambly up there. I think that he think, might be a little, in his past, a little bit of an embarrassingly hopeless romantic clinger. Uh, but I yeah, think I mean, that that might be a great fit for yeah, Lindy, who, so like too. you said, has a track record with maybe like ghosty douchebags and like has always just wanted to be with someone who was hot and happened to be like clingy and want to be all over her all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, he was he was a little rambly up there. We got that. And then he said, babe, where art thou? Ooh, and I was like, Lindy needs to come out soon because this <laughs> oh, is just, just coming off the rails here. Me anxious. OK, Houston, we finally get an example on both sides of the aisle, I might add, of what a family letter is supposed to be. All good things the whole time, period. Both of these letters were perfect. No one tried to be a comedian except the weird pastor. Pastor, I don't know what the hell what is the going hell? on with the chaplains the that they have here. I don't know. Like, are they just walking around the street and be like, hey, you want to officiate a fake wedding? Come on, come on, come on. Come on. This, this guy up. was like, this was his claim to fame moment. He was like the showmanship. He's like, come on, y'all. Yeah, he was pay- like, he was doing moves and he was all over the place. Wait, I. I have a critique, actually. A small, it's a Of pe- the letters? It's a peeve. It's oh, a peeve. Oh, jeez. No, it's a peeve. How could you find a peeve? What? I don't enjoy the inside jokes being a, like an inside joke being a part of these letters. Where was the inside joke? There was something that was said in his letter and his whole side of the wedding was like, bah! And it was like, no one knew what it meant. And she was just standing up there like a little like blank face. I think inside jokes are weird in those scenarios. I didn't How catch is that it. supposed to make someone feel? Sure. Good point. Overall, though, coming off of, 
our son is a freak in the sheets. Yes, and <laughs> and no, our this daughter was, this has more of a personal peeve. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in her bank account. And, yeah. you know, like it yeah, was yeah. just like this is it was nice. It didn't feel fake, but it's like these are this is your first impression letter. Like it doesn't need to be any more or any less than yeah. that. Uh, she didn't, her vows were very short and like, didn't really make any promises. I feel like it was like, I'm hopeful we'll da 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 da. Yeah. I said, uh, Lindy's vows, blah. Yeah. Was my note. That's what I, yeah. Best kiss so far I put. So Mm. I guess I liked that one. Like that one seemed good. Yeah. 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 She looked freaking gorgeous. Okay. 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 No, 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 no. I get a question. (sighs) Okay. So Miguel. The champagne barely gets poured into the glass. The fizz is still <laughs> dissipating, And we have an emergence of a 20-sided D&D die. My God. Thoughts? Horrified. Okay, well, let's give a little preface, which is that they sit down on the cute little couch with their champagne. And they both are really giddy. And so excited and, like, taken by, like, how much on its face they have in common and how pretty they both think each other are. That they're like, this is just so, this is just so. And then you realize, like, they're so excited as if they're, like, head over heels. But then, like, the dust is settling and they're like, and what do I say? And where does it go? And what do I say? And I was getting stressed. I was like, oh, my God, Houston, please, someone ask a question. Someone asked a question. And she goes, now we just get to chill. And I'm like, or he said that. And I'm like, no, not really. We really don't get to just chill. But then the next second, I put all caps, please ask a question, dot, dot, dot. Oh, no. He gives her D&D dice as his way of introing himself to her. Then describes it as Lord of the Rings improv. Please no. So it was hard. You could tell she was very taken aback. Like, and I, again, I mean, this is like, this reminds me of Chris at the Chris and Alyssa wedding last year where he brings up Frisbee golf. Like, why do you think this is the first conversation? Is there there anything in the world that like you like or are into like so much that it would, you would bring like a prop from said thing and no. intro it right away. Hell no. Let alone like, I'm just like, this is the time where you're like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Da, da, da. Wait, where do you live? Where do you live? What do you do? Okay, what? where are you from? Like, where's your family from? Like, I mean, we're talking like basics right now and you do get into what do you do again? You know, but uh, I mean, he, then he's, It was just so hyper. It was such a hyper choice. And when someone does that, it's like he's implying this is one of the most important things about me. That's what I'm trying to say. So I need to get this out of the way now. And it's like, oh, God, you couldn't have waited and done this at the honeymoon. Well, let's take like a moment back into like into how the, the wedding day and stuff evolves this is once again part of that like first impression that you're making. Yeah. And if you come with something and out it's of the, the only time you're alone for like the next six if, hours, if you come with something like out of the box, like I'm a part of a flying disc association or here's my 20 sided <laughs> die. 
<laughs> that reputation kind of follows you around yeah. for the rest of the night. Because it's one of the first and only things they know about you. So, yeah, it's like, oh, what, what do you think of him? Oh, yeah, well, um, he like, he gave me the, he showed me his die for, and then, and then he takes it a step further and he's like, we were rolling it today to see like, ooh, would she be cute? Like, enrolled. Uh, and, and I was like, please stop, make it stop. Uh, um, <laughs> he, but then he does, his face turns bright red and she bursts into laughter and is like, oh, you're a nerd. But then she's like, oh no, I think it's really cute. Okay, yeah. you're a nerd and I think it's really cute. Now she's all about she it. She was a great sport. She was a great I sport. I mean, like, I cannot fathom. Like, there's no world that I would have responded that graciously, I think. Um, yeah. But, and and of course, like all of the these after moments, it's always crazy if it's not a little awkward because it's so forced oh, you're for sure. suddenly alone for the first time but you know it's super time limited and you're being watched and you're like it's just all so weird so they do get in a i mean he's weird with the way he rolls out what he says he does he thinks it's funny to be like i'm kind of a drug dealer i sell drugs and then his like journey i'm like what what but you're a medical writer right mm-hmm. unless i'm getting it wrong like do you see? Okay. So he works for the pharmaceutical industry, period. But I got the vibe that, like, if you're a writer, then you must write, like, the ingredients and, like, stuff, but, like, directions. <laughs> I don't fucking Medicine know. Medicine and finance, two issues that we are not <laughs> well versed in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, she does physical therapy. She said, she's like, I work per diem, so I just work here and there. I was like, what does that mean? I, I can't tell if she's exaggerating a little bit. Like, I like, like, I think that's great. If she can, like, afford to, you probably make great money doing that. So and they're both doctors, aren't they? Or he's a doctor. Yeah, I mean, doctorate. Doctorate. PhD. That's what I meant, yeah. Yeah. But she, yeah. So anyways, I'm I'm intrigued to see how their lives play out together. She, in the end, is like, she, I mean, she's giddy. Yeah. She's and oh, that's one thing I didn't say about our last couple that I feel like needs to be said. Stasha was beside herself with hope and joy mm-hmm. at the end, oh, you're right. which that's really did surprise me. She was like so excited. And I would say the same thing for Lindy. She ends up being like, I feel like a starstruck fangirl over here. And he's blushing. And he's like, oh, please, I am too. But I'm just not, I'm like, don't let this calm demeanor confuse you. And she's like, don't be afraid to show it. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so excited that I need to not be watching this anymore because I'm getting uncomfortable. Um, But I'm happy for them. And I think that they'll be cute. Let us move on to, let's move on to Mitch and Kristen. Okay. I mean, I don't have a ton for them, but I love, I mean, Mm. one thing I did like about Mitch was at least he had the right idea by not trying to be too extra for the wedding day. He was just like. Oh, with his dress? He was not extra. He was fine. He literally laid out the whole philosophy that you're saying we need to do when he got out of the car and got there. And he was like, you know what? This isn't the time to prove myself or show her how crazy I can be. Like, I just want to be classic and blah, blah, blah. Then he shows up on wedding day with severe cuts from surfing, which is like, you really couldn't have prevented this. Like, yeah, I don't know. know, Yeah, whatever. 
But then we have this moment with this poor hairstylist. You knew something was coming with the way that they introduced the hairstylist. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not going to lie. This is my ignorance. I was like, why is literally why does he have a hairstylist here? He's a bald man. Like, why is there a hairstylist present? And then I was like, oh, she's doing like the grooming, the beard grooming. And as she's working on him, he is looking progressively better and better. And then we watch this man have one of his his fits that he told us about last week that you thought was only specific to the Enviro. Okay. And now I, was I wrong. will, I stand. I was wrong. You stand corrected. He is clearly a little Karen, a tall little Karen about lots of things, including the beard. So he gets up to, she's like, okay, let's go look. You look so good. And this poor hairstylist, he just immediately is like, what did he say? What did he say? Shit, did I not even quote him? He said, it's not what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I was like, whoa, bro, pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. And then then suddenly we've got a groomzilla on our hands. Like his brother is like, dude, honestly, it looks so much better. Stop trying to comfort me. Stop trying to comfort me. It's I- about how I feel about myself on wedding day, my wedding day. And this I'm getting pissed. Stop consoling me. This precious hairstylist is going, you're right. (laughs) It is about how you feel. I'm like, if I was this lady, I would have left by now. And then where's that? Where the hell's my bow tie? (laughs) And this, this mofo got a bow tie and never bothered himself to learn how to apply said bow tie and then has the audacity to be pissed off at his whole <laughs> wedding party no, for not knowing how to do it. This is a three-step <laughs> prong. This is a three-pronged thing. First, he goes, um, where the hell is my bow tie? One. Two. Someone bestow it on me. That's what he said. No. He said that. Oh, my God. Bestow it on me. Three. How come none of you guys know how to tie a fucking bow tie? What's going on here? I'm, I'm like, like, settle you're... down, dude. Yeah. You're being Maybe a Maybe let's bitch. not get a bow tie if we don't know what to do. Exactly. And wh- wh- who did you think was going to be the magical bow tie fairy on this important day in your life? Oh, my gosh. I can't. As you said yesterday when we were watching, he is indeed Mitch the bitch. Yeah. And I think we have a lot in store. And I just was like, this is the guy that yells in the restaurant for his cup not being fucking filled. And we have just seen the beginning. I can't. It's not cute. So, and then I guess with Kristen, we just got all the buildup around how she didn't tell her freaking dad until the day of. And this poor dad. She's finally this telling him. This is immature. Him, I don't. I don't think that there's. I don't think that there's an explanation for no, this. And I she's really been, don't. She's been rambling her excuses for why she's doing this, like through all of the footage of the two weeks leading up. And I'm just like, I kind of feel like you felt like you needed to convince yourself that this was right. Yeah. And because you didn't want to deal with it, so she gives. <laughs> What she tells her dad is that they are filming a like matchmaking special thing. Right. I thought it was hilarious. So dad comes in and she proceeds to explain to him the premise of the show an hour before the wedding takes place. She goes, (laughs) so. I would love if you could walk me down the aisle. She's like, there's a, there's a, well, 
they match you with someone. And then um, if there's a match, there's a wedding that's like two weeks later. And then after that, like you get, a, it's a, the wedding is like real. And he's like, mm-hmm. and she's like, and that wedding is today. She's like, and, and I have like, a match. And he's like, oh, and she's like, and the twist is I'll never have met him. And I'll meet him at the same time as you today. And you just oh see gosh. his neck is getting flushed with purple and red. It's like a, it's like a cartoon literally, temperature. Literally. Thing. It's going up his neck Thermometer. and the side of his head. And this poor man. And I just died with his big parting quote. He's like, I, I, I mean, I've been on vacation with some people I didn't know. And it was a nightmare. <laughs> and this isn't a vacation. This is a marriage. <laughs> I need the details of that vacation. I know. For that I would to love just that. Be the first thing I on know. the top of your it head. It came to his head immediately as the comparison. So yeah, we didn't get a ton from them. Kristen, you've got your work cut out for you with Mitch the bitch, and you really set yourself up to for this day to be like so much gnarlier than it needed to be by doing this to your poor dad. Mm. Okay, let's go to Alexis and Justin. So we get the second part of their wedding. She, they're obsessed with each other. Yeah, they're vibing. Literally obsessed. She says, he's amazing so far. They're going to grow old together. They're giggly. They're kissy, giddy during photo taking. They're like sensual, kissing in different ways. He says to everyone, I'm going to fall in love with her. Uh, their first dance, they are literally in their own world, like mm-hmm. in a bubble that then gets popped when he announces that. So he, of course, thinks it's a point of pride. He thinks like, oh, this will make <laughs> her excited. So she, they're up there and they're like, you're so tall. You're so short. God, you're so hot. And then she's like, when's the last time you like, when's the last time you kiss someone? Which, like, funny, weird question to ask in this moment, but she thinks it's, like, a cute get-to-know-you thing. And he says a year and a half ago. And she's like, oh, my God. What? Since your lips have touched other... You know, she's shocked. And then he's like, I've actually been celibate for a year and a half. Which I would think, Alexis, that you would assume that those two things would be... Like, you think he hasn't kissed anyone in a year and a half? But he certainly had sex with someone in the last year and a half. Bottom line, she doesn't like that. She didn't want to to think about that. And she is a little bit ewed and weirded out that he's been celibate for a year and a half on purpose. Already indicator quoted the quote of the season thus far, leader in the clubhouse. You don't want to hear your man celibate. <laughs> and then she's like, like, what? <laughs> like, I just thought it was hilarious that she... Like now she's looking at him a little cockeyed and they go and they sit back at their sweetheart table and she's like, we've got a lot to talk about. And that's like the last we see. I'm sure she'll be happy to know that everyone views him as a piece of meat and like right. he could get whatever woman he wanted right. in the world. Right. Maybe like, maybe he needs to like follow up with that stuff now. Celibacy implies choice, not opportunity or not like. When you're celibate, you're making the decision to be celibate. Right. That's the difference between like, no one wants to have sex with me. Right. Yeah. 
Right. And you think she's like kind of conflict. Like, I don't know. She's maybe making them the same in her mind. Maybe. Yeah. Well, and she swears she's acting like he's a virgin, which there's nothing wrong with that. But like, you know, I understand people who are past a certain age. If you meet someone for the first, like if I'm 28 year old woman, I don't want to date a virgin. Sorry. Like, I don't want to marry one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish you knew what you were doing a little bit. Like, I don't really feel like teaching you from scratch. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because we come from a time where like that used to be viewed as like the Mecca, like your purity. But she's like, ew. (laughs) So we'll see. Like, I think she's sitting there questioning, like, does he have skills? Does he know how to, you know? So that'll be funny. I don't need skills. I'm 6'8". And then she and she's basically like her whole thing is like, I better this better not. I think she's like, he better like not be dangling me getting some in mm, front of me for a long time mm, because mm, he's mm. got some weird promise. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Okay. And, but I mean, I love them. And I honestly was like, I was taken by how obsessed. I think they left us hanging just enough last week, you know, where, cause we did get that comment of he's not my normal type. Um, that I think left everybody a little bit like, what what is Alexis going to think and do? And I'm like, oh my God, she's obsessed with him right now. But we also know a lot of times when a MAF's cuffball burns really hot and bright at the top, it only had, like, all it can do is fall. Yeah, you don't want to peak too early. Yeah, so I hope that this isn't one of those because I really do like both of them and I think they're really cute. And then last but not least, We've got Morgan and Ben. There's really nothing to say. Like, we got them trying shit on and that's yeah. it. And then we got freaking Ben tested positive for COVID. So that sucks. So their wedding's going to be delayed, which means that. And then Dr. Pepper said they'll still get a honeymoon, but it'll probably be shortened. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah, what does that good. even mean? Like, are they going to go completely separately or show up late? Also, Ben. Uh, I know what you're going to say. saying that you tried everything that you could to not get COVID. Oh, oh, that's step one or that's thing one. I'm like, come on, dude, you really got to freaking like all we've done is see you with large groups of people. You got to be really be on it right now. Like you don't want this time. We saw what the what COVID did to Zach and Michaela last year. Oh, my God. Two years ago. You don't want that happening. You're right. Second of all. Ben, you have to stop talking about your mother. Must. That's what must, I thought you were going to say. Must do it. It must stop. We must stop saying how much we want our wife to be exactly like mom. Personality-wise. It's like there is a sweet thing somewhere in there, but no girl wants to hear that and watch that back. Um, it said that way. And I bet a lot of moms would be stoked about that, but- there's no future wife that wants to be told that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's too much. Um, and then I guess my la- like my thing is just I'm confused by Morgan. Like she's saying, I really didn't think that marriage was ever going to happen for me at this point. And I'm just like, but you're 27. Like, mm. what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. What? What? Like, okay, if Stasha said that at 37. I would understand what she meant, even if that was not like true. But you know what I mean? Like pools are more limited by that age statistically, period. For sure. But like, I don't know if we're just so much more used to in if it's like a 
California thing or a city thing or whatever. But I'm just like, I'm pretty sure that we don't think that like 27 is old maid status anymore. No, not at all. 27, you are very much young. You are barely over your mid 20s. Like the fact that you would be like in crisis that you'll never get married in your life. It said in a serious, like grave tone. Mm. I'm just like, Morgan, that's really dramatic and not true, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's all I got for them so far. I don't, I mean, like, there's this weird part of me that wants to say I'm a little annoyed by her, just like her purse, like the way she spoke and stuff in the wedding dress place. But I think that's really premature and probably mean. And I don't really have a good reason why at this point. So I should have just not said it. But do you have any thoughts? I don't. Overall, I would like to say, guys, if if you're up there as you walk in and you're waiting for your married at first sight bride, can we go over to the bride section and do some introductions here? Seriously? Really, really, really. I mean, that's like, that is the ultimate first impression. That is the ultimate, impression. totally. Like, that is the ultimate and first impression. And we've seen that a lot in past years. And, and I don't think we've seen anyone do it yet I know this year. it's weird. I know it's uncomfortable. I know you don't know who anyone is and what their relationship is. But how the fuck can you go stand up there and not go acknowledge, like, the first row even of, or the first or second row of the person you're about to marry? Like, you're waiting awkwardly. In the quiet. Yeah. While they're all sitting there. I mean, here's the thing. If you go up and there's like, you think it's her mom, you walk up and you say, oh, are you the bride's sister? Fun <laughs> little way, you know, you, you right. flatter some people here. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah. Like, go shake some hands, go meet some people. Like, I, I just yeah, think that period. sends such a message yeah. about the type of person that you are. I agree. Versus you're standing up there worried about how you look, quoting Shakespeare. Agree. Do you have any other thoughts on this episode? I don't. I honestly think that... I'm ready for weddings to be over. Yeah, we're ready for... I mean, because honeymoons are so juicy and fun. So much fun. And I need to see the like the three-minute this season on Married at First Sight mm, so I can start... The big full yeah. preview yeah. so that we can start getting excited and speculating. Okay, well, this has been fun, folks. We hope you have an amazing weekend and that you stay strong with us through this slightly dragged out introduction process because, as you know, it becomes so worth it. This is one of the craziest shows. There are adults choosing to be arranged in arranged marriages in 2022, and we get to bear witness and then pick it all apart for the next three months, and it's an honor to do it with you guys. <laughs> but we will talk next week after we see the final weddings praise. And yeah, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Till Death Do Us Recap. We're constantly posting stuff up there. We're doing polls multiple times a week. It's super fun to see what everybody thinks and how that changes through the season. And if you could subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on and leave us a review, a written review goes a long way. And you can go to our buy me a coffee in the link in the show notes if you feel so inclined. And yeah, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.